You are now listening to Out of the Blank. Welcome to Out of the Blank Podcast. I'm here with Sam Whitfield. How you do, how you doing, sir? Mr. Sam. Sir is my father. I am Robbie. So tell me a little bit about yourself, Sam. Well, I am uh, the host of a political podcast, uh, kind of a political and pop culture podcast called The uh, Whitfield Report. And uh, in addition to that, I uh, am also a college student, uh, and I'm from Colorado, but now I live in uh, Florida. So. so I actually have something to mention about Florida. Is it, are gators that much of a problem there? Um, not where, not where I live. I kind of live, uh, you know, near, near the Sarasota, uh, Tampa area. They're not a big problem out, out here, but like, I guess, uh, down Miami, they're a big problem, but that's like the one part of Florida that I've never, uh, been to. So I don't really, uh, cause I'm hearing all this know. stuff come out in the news about meth gators, like people flushing meth down the toilet and then alligators end up eating it like a sewer gator. I'm like, Oh my God, like Florida, why? All they want to do is golf. Like, just let them golf. It's like the place to retire. Well, I mean, so the thing that like all those Florida man jokes is they are, they are true. But from what I've heard from like a lot of people who grew up, who grew up here, like a lot of those Florida man jokes are actually like people that, you know, moved here from like, the far south and then they end up doing like retarded shit here oh yeah they're unexperienced to what the land's like it's like if i moved out to texas and saw a dude on a horse i would automatically assume everybody has a horse yeah some, something like that but but you know even then i'm like but that still doesn't explain you know like stories like you know you hear of like a florida guy like bringing an alligator th- through like a drive through and whatever and i'm like why because so. why not? There's not a law that says he can't do that. So first thing I did when I was looking at what types of things I want to spend my money on, I looked up what exotic pets I could own, and I saw the list of options I can't have and the very few specific ones I can. I can't have any large feline cats. I'm I'm East Coast, so you know I'm just like you a little bit. You're a little bit way farther down south. I'm more up um near Delaware and Baltimore area, but like. Yeah. Um, like in my area, like you can't just have a jungle cat, but in Texas, it's legal to own a tiger. And there's actually more tigers in Texas than all of the world, which does not make any sense. But yeah, yeah, Texas is like a, Texas is, is like a really weird place. It's kind of like its own country almost. It's America. When you think yeah. of America, you think Texas. You don't think, you know, I mean, you think either DC or Texas. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, Texas, Texas is, is pretty much America, and they, they act, they act like a tour. At least, you know, that's like Texas is America before like all this politically correct stuff took over. So now, like, ev- now everyone wants to move there just because, like, regardless of like what political ideology you are in Texas, like, you're, you're well, I mean, it is mostly, you know, conservative-ish, but like. Most people in Texas just don't like have problems. They don't start shit. 
very much is what well, they, I tend to they, they have a comfortability factor because their environment which actually like i have a lot of questions obviously about society but you know like besides the podcast let's just let everybody know what do you do professionally like what gets you money are you just a full-time student yeah pretty much right now i'm a full-time student and uh i I'm going into, into uh, a field called technical communications, which is basically like um, most people think of like freelance um, writing and then like doing uh, work for companies. It's not it's not marketing, but essentially it kind of is because you do like a lot of public relations work for like different companies and like a lot of smaller uh businesses around here in florida and other places need that especially like in silicon valley and the tech industry so that's kind of where you know i'm looking at getting into after i finish college so so how like you seems like such a kind of like not very loud not very outspoken person how did you decide to get into the world of politics because that seems like it's a dog-eat-dog environment it It is. Well, and I mean, I can be very outspoken sometimes, but I also like to kind of consider myself to be somewhat civil and, you know, whatnot. Like, that's what More I like rationally to find. thinking, I would say. Yeah, correct. Um, so that's interesting because um, I actually got into politics when I was young just because I was I was one of those kids where, like, when I was growing up, like, History and current events were always kind of like the subjects in school that I always did really well at, um, particularly. And then I really started getting getting into politics because when I was in eighth grade, that was the year that um, the McCain and Obama that 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 was that whole election. And so I remember we had to like research the different candidates at the time. And I remember looking at Obama and his voting record, like as far as his appearance and whatnot goes, you know, he was like a very eloquent speaker. He could really get crowds motivated. But when it came to his actual like voting policy on his voting record as like a junior senator, there were very few things that he actually voted on like uh while he was in while he was in attendance he would just like absolutely abstain from voting from like you know like 80 percent of like whatever bills were were you know being voted on and i thought well hmm that's a little odd well, do you think, well, I mean, you got to take into the whole aspect. I try and look at things from both sides. I think the system, at least the, the government is pretty corrupt. You probably don't agree, but. I, oh yeah. I, I would actually, I would actually completely agree with that. I, I see. I find flaws when we look at what we built, we're built upon a little bit, not just our country, but people in general. I try and look at everyone in the grand scale of things. I think America's awesome. Think it gives us so many freedoms and liberties to be able to do what we truly desire if we have the willing and drive to put in for it. But there are some sketchy little black tape lines. You're wondering why is it black tape? And like, like I said, but that's a problem with anything. You know, there's always sure, going to sure. be problems with anything you do, whether it's good, whether it's bad. It doesn't matter. 
So when you look at the job of being a president, I try and take into the aspect, like I can't dive anything politically because I don't have the balls to run a country. I don't, I, I don't want that pressure. You see it when they go into their term and by the end of their like term, they're older. They look like they went through 20 year transformation, even though it's only might've been two to four years. Oh, sure, sure. And I'm, I, and I'm not really denying that. And also like, kind of going back to my story, like keep in mind, I, I was in, uh, in eighth grade too at, at the time. So I guess kind of what got me started into this whole thing wasn't only the politics of it all, but like, so I remember bringing that factor up to like some folks that like, you know, hey, o- Obama's voting record is kind of, you know, weird. Now keep in mind, I was just talking like his voting record and like I got called, that was like the first time I got, I got called a racist for simply questioning like his voting record. Like I didn't bring up, you know, the fact that he was like African American or anything like like that. But still like, you know, it, like I got implications that I was a racist. And so I guess kind of what got me started was this whole like, politically correct culture that like you know you can't that like everything's kind of tabooish and we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings and yeah i agree i see the fact is a lot of people are very very sensitive today but i think that comes from a I, like i said i try and see it from both sides of the perspective mostly because people feel like they don't have a voice um and they feel like the best way for them to do that is to also bitch and complain about really, really small stuff, which isn't the real grand scale of things. Sure, I th- sure. I think um, you can chalk up to the same thing why somebody would be like, well, you hate this country, then leave. Like, we don't want you here then. If you're not going to benefit us, that makes sense. I see it from his side. Like, you ever been in a room where just everybody is complaining and bitching and then having that happen over and over and every single day? it gets so annoying. You're literally like, I can't handle this anymore. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, to, to be fair. So, I mean, like I would generally consider myself to be like a conservative libertarian type. I definitely. So, I mean, the, the right has flaws too. And the, and the Republicans have flaws too. I, I think, neither party is is perfect and i mean i i think it is kind of time for like a third party uh you know maybe like independent uh candidate or i mean i'm not sure like the logistics of it but i i i do think that the two-party system kind of sucks more than that though i think our problems in society at least from what i've noticed kind of tended to start when social media came out. And I mean, that's not to say that there aren't some good aspects of social media, but I think one of the big problems that we have is um, now people mainly talk to each other over screens, um, you know, endlessly throughout the day. And we, we don't really have human interaction as a society anymore so, yeah i got a big know. problem with that because i like i dude, I, I just went out and got did a little bit of groceries shopping stuff like this and i missed like four calls and like i was like i was in the store 20 minutes like 
I just realized if I had that phone in my pocket, that 20-minute grocery store trip would have turned into four hours But I was sitting there talking on the phone, not doing what I want to do and not interacting with people anymore. Right. Like we are totally disconnected from one another anymore. We don't know the, it, like the actual problems going on in even our loved one's lives. And that's because we're too focused on our devices. And when you look at our devices, the first thing you're getting is like a news report. There's always something as soon as you hit Safari on your phone, it's showing you like the latest things of what's going on in the world today. And it's a lot of bad shit. It's not anything really good. Like you have to scroll through to find the good stuff. I'm like, I think they should open it up to you. Like, you know, like holding the door open for you and then kind of like shutting the second one, like not opening up the second one. Like at least give me like a good news and then hit me with some bad news. Don't just feed me nothing but constant bad bullshit. I'm like, every country has problems. Every country experiences them at different levels and they also adapt to the situations they've been there. I think a lot of people overlook that and they see the fact that, oh, um, like they always kind of compare to another country. I'm like, stop comparing yourself and just look at what we're dealing with too. Everyone wants to go out about Trump and everyone wants to go out about somebody. No president has done it right. None of them, none of them. And the reason why is I chalk it up to Joe Rogan's bit. Like, either man or woman, it doesn't matter. That job is ridiculous. You can't have a job where one guy runs a whole country of people. You can't have a bunch of people yeah. running a, a thing. It's got to be a group effort here. Every single individual here, doesn't matter if you've broken the law, doesn't matter if it, it, everyone has to have a voiced opinion. Not everyone is going to agree, but they, they take the majority and they choose that answer. I'm like, you got to understand it's so ridiculous the fact that people, all, we live together. Everyone lives together. That is ridiculous. You can't live with your family for two weeks every single day seeing them at every hour, every minute, and not get sick of them. You want to break out and you want to go do things. This is why we have jobs, also to pay bills and stuff. But you have to realize it's a bunch of people crammed into one spot. You can't live with people and you can't live without them. It's a really weird double entendre type thing. Yeah, it certainly is weird. I mean, I, I think kind of the other thing, too, that you were hitting on, uh, you know, and, and I'm also, I, I take it you're a big Joe Rogan fan, and uh, I mean, so am I. I really like Joe's uh, podcast. But I mean, I think the um, one of the things that you hit on is people like to, you know, blame Trump or blame whoever. And you know, one thing I've noticed is that, like, People under people have said, "Oh, things are worse than ever under Trump." Like he's constantly trying to divide us again. This kind of goes back to my whole thing of social media because, like, uh, okay, so Obama was president when a lot of these social media companies came to kind of fruition, and I think mate was coincidental that he was just president. But like I said earlier, like I think a lot of these social media platforms and listen, I use them, so I'm not like completely bashing on them. But again, I think our interaction and just the way we interact with people and the fact that we don't talk to, to each other anymore as, as a society, yeah. I think that's really what has screwed us over in the long term. Yeah, you don't know like the fact that family dinners are happening less and less, you know, more it's they're very very rare nowadays. Sometimes like it all depends on your cultured environment. I think it what 
the world really depends on is your moral value of what you consider to be valuable, what you consider to be important. It all defers person to person. But you can tell when a terroristic threat, let's say, happens, you know, the fact that everyone totally forgets about race, totally forgets about color, totally forgets about anything. And they decide like, hey, we're people, we need to work together to solve this. Like there's whatever conflicts we have that doesn't matter at this point because we need to focus on this immediate threat. I'm trying to figure out why it takes something so impactful like that for people to really start to actually just be kind of like passive towards one another. Just because you don't agree doesn't mean you need to make their lives miserable because they don't agree. I mean, I only started listening to Joe Rogan when I was looking up videos of Gavin McInnes. I don't know if you know who Gavin McInnes is. Oh, oh yeah, I, 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 I know who Gavin McInnes is, and I know who Alex Jones is. And, yeah, you know, but, but that man has a, a like a really, 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 really character-like role Gavin does. But I see where he's trying to do that because it gets people pissed off at him for the shit he says because a lot of people are too sensitive to the stuff he says. I'm like, but you got to look at the realest terms. Like when he chalked up his example for race. He doesn't believe racism exists, and it, it does exist, but the way he was putting it in terms is if you're sitting at a bar, you're drinking, watching a football game, and then some dude comes up and starts – same team and everything – and starts like talking to him. You know, the dude's not going to not talk to him in, in like this conversation with this guy just because you go, oh, you're a black man. Like the way he put that in terms is true, but the idea that we make – we judge a book by their cover. We look at someone and we judge them like, oh, they don't look like me, so they're going to be different from me. When it happens, you could be one and the same. You could practically relate on everything. That guy could be your best friend, but you're never going to take the time to know that if you don't take the time to experience and know the person, which is the whole reason why I even started this podcast. I, I and The concept was you need to at least talk to someone, whether it's an hour, whether it's two hours, just have a conversation. We don't do it anymore. And by and by the way, real quick, I, I do want to interject and just say that I'm really thankful that you have me on because like I've because like there are other shows kind of like yours that say, well, I'm I'm open to talk to anyone. And then I've, you know, I've broached them someone like I broached you and then they'll look at my page and then they'll be like, oh, you're you're a political guy. Um yeah, I don't really want, you know, I don't really want that on my podcast. That That's too, you know, that's too controversial or too edgy. And I mean, I don't even think I'm that edgy of a, of a guy. I mean, like, granted, like I said, I, you know, am kind of conservative-ish. I like Gavin. I like Alex Jones. But like, I'm more of a conservatarian. And I mean, I'm not going to bite, I'm not going to bite your head off, um, you know, or at least try not to unless you're being like you know really like just blatantly and and flagrantly like retarded and uh, attacking you know me or something and i and i don't mean you like specifically i just mean like in general yeah, people in general so. well that's what people do when they don't understand and they have a one-sided mind i try and stay as open-minded as possible i podcast with people i don't agree with only because yeah. of how i was raised and how things have happened and but I, I don't sit there and tell them, well, that's not right. That's not right. I sit there and go, 
okay, I see how you're thinking of it. You know, I, I, I dived into the realm of psychology in school because I, I had a fascination with how humans think differently from one another. I started realizing like, oh shit, there are people out here that are experiencing the same type of things I have. We're actually very closely related and also we are so very unique. I think people truly lose that and people try to associate themselves with like-minded individuals and think anybody else that isn't thinking like them is wrong, which I think it's, it's, not, it's not true. I think that it's really stupid how there's always two things you can't bring up in a conversation at a dinner table. And it's, some people it defers, but I think it's religion and politics. We can both probably agree on that. Usually when you bring up something like that at like a, a dinner or just going out in conversation, you find people are very, very like, whoa, did you just bring that up? Definitely. And, I'm, and I mean, I think also kind of, the, kind of where I'm at is like I have some, like generally I would say I'm I'm more conservative, but there are also some things where I'm like more liberal and not really like liberal in the sense of like I'm hard for left. Like, you know, for example, like I would just describe myself kind of my politics as like I'm very pro, you know, Second Amendment, you know, pro gun. I believe that you should be able to kind of own whatever firearm you want to as long as you're responsible and i also believe that you should be able to like have a, a pot plant in your yard and like smoke you know marijuana well, you're all you, about you being want. rational like you're that's what you that's what you're saying you you're all about being rational see the problem is people like i'll even accuse myself of this just looking at your like podcast page and seeing that you're like i see oh you're like you were saying oh people won't want to podcast with you because you're a political guy i see that but at first making the claim like oh he's all about politics i also thought in the, the second thought in my head trying to see it from your perspective where you're interested about something that's going on in our country and you're showing that this is what you're interested in okay that doesn't define you as a person that defines what you're what you like, what you enjoy, which like, like I said, we're having a rational podcast right now. We're having a conversation. There's no arguments. There's nothing going on. There's nothing right. like you're right wing. I'm left wing. You're conservative. There's none of that. It's, it's just talking. And the full factor is a lot of people can't look past what someone's interested in. So people are too afraid to be themselves. They're truly afraid to show who they truly are. They want to hide it and put on this type of disguise. And I'm like, just show who you are. Like cuss. I think the I think the factor in more people need to do is they need to cuss in their everyday lives. Not just out of anger, but just cuss. Just do it. The I, sense of relief I, you get from a nice like shit. Like it's it doesn't mean like I've been told so many times, like, whoa, are you angry? I'm like, no, I'm not angry. I just curse. Like you know, you know how on like like stress relieving it is just dropping a nice shit. Like not like not like an actual literal shit, but like you know, like <laughs> just saying the word, and like it, people are like, oh my ears, like oh my sensitive fragile virgin ears. I'm like, I know you do it. I know you cuss all the time. It's like don't hide just a word. You know the fact that that's stigmatized is getting a little bit ridiculous. Well, yeah, I mean, I I mean, I love to to drop the f bomb quite a lot, and it's not necessarily even because like I'm I'm pissed off, but like. You know, like, like if it's like it's actually not too hot here right now because it's like the, in the morning. But like when it gets really hot out in the afternoon, I'll I'll just be like fuck. It's 
it's hot out and some people are like well you do live in florida there's no reason to be pissed off about it. and i'm like i'm not pissed off i'm just like acknowledging that like fuck it's hot out you know or like you know something like that i letting I, my balls yeah. off over here you say something like that and they're like whoa 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 sir this is an establishment i'm like oh i'm sorry well i i realize well, I mean, i'm in a public place i probably shouldn't have said that but at the same time it's really like you don't want to be cussing in front of children obviously you want to try and like, be like hey you know don't get that sense of a, a thing going on but at the same time you have to let them know like you got to be real i think the world needs a little bit more realism in it like people need to understand yeah there's problems i'm not me sitting here bitching about them is not going to you know it's not going to fix anything so unless i put the drive in to do it and like at the and, and like at the same time too you know like obviously i i have a filter and you have a filter too like you know if i'm like in a professional you know, meeting, obviously I'm not go going to curse, you know, like, right, you know, then and there, depending on, you know, the situation, like, I'm going to be professional, but like, you know, if I, but then like, if I go to a bar with like my coworkers during the office hours, then yeah, I mean, I'm going to, you know, swear a lot more and whatnot. And I mean, that's, that's kind of the other thing too, is like, you know, um, I just think that society has become like a lot. It's weird because we're not necessarily like religiously prudish as a society, but we kind of are getting that there too. Like I, I was reading like a, I was reading like a, an opinion column or like this columnist was complaining at like NFL cheerleaders and like NFL cheerleaders are too suggestive and i'm like are are you kidding me well that's like, like going to hooters and you're expecting not to see like boobs or an ass like that's the idea of the thing and then feminists that are going to try and be like that's against women i'm like but they're not being forced to work there they're just working there because they decided god or whoever they genetically got boobs and an ass they might as well use it to make money like they're trying to right, do well, the best of what what with what you have well, and it's not even like, it's not even like, you know, NFL cheerleaders, like, it's not even like the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders or any of, or any of those squads are even like that, you know, suggestive compared to like, you know, like, like Pornhub, you know, or something like that. Like, I can understand that. But like, if you're complaining like NFL cheerleaders or something like that, eh, you know, you're, you're, you've, you've got like way too many first world problems. So I think if you're too busy kind of putting a stress or aggression out on somebody else over some small shit, like having more than like I do it sometimes too. I, I catch myself all the time doing it and I realize it's a problem, but I don't act upon it. I try and look at that as more as an immediate thing in my life. Like I'm experiencing some type of stress in my life and I'm going to yell at this woman in front of me with 48 items in the 12 item or less thing. Oh, I'm sure. Like, you got to sure. stop yourself in moments of that sort and realize you cussing out some woman, which I wouldn't do, especially an elderly lady, because like I said, those are all based upon morals. But 
you know, like you got to understand you just telling her like, really, you got 48 items in this 12 item or less, like, you know, it's 12 item or less. She's just looking at you like, I can tell you if I have one item and there's a person with 48 items in front or in front of me, they mostly let me go in front of them. Like, oh, you want to go in front of them? Like, thank you, sir. And I, I, I now kind of do that at the store a little bit more. I try and buy one item. Like if I'm just going in, like need a drink or something, I'll just walk in, grab a drink and I'll be like, sit behind somebody with like a lot of items and I'll see if they'll let me go in front of them. And 99.9% .9 of the time, it's, it's mostly like they just let me go in front. Now that might be the area I'm associated in, but I think people understand like, yeah, they have somewhere to be, they have to be in a rush, but if they're not truly closed minded, they'll be like, all right, well, it's not gonna, you know, it's not that important. I can let this kid take a minute in front of me real quick. And then I'm gone. Like I give them the exact change. I know exactly it comes out to $2, give them two bucks, bam, walk right out. Keep the change receipt. I don't need it. Walk out. I just test. Well, them. I mean, I, yeah. Well, and I mean, I, I think that's the, I think that's the other thing too, is I think that we're all kind of in a rush to, to get, to get somewhere, um, you know, to some, sometimes like unnecessarily to like, granted, I understand like if you're running work, you know, if, if you have to like run to work or, you know, run to a job or something like that or run to class, like I get that. But like, it, it seems like, you know, like if you can't take like one moment out of your day just to say like hello to someone and just be like nice to them too, or, you know, just be like quiet, then, you know, like, that's another that's another thing too is like you know just be like just try and be like good to people and that and that doesn't mean that like you have to like suck up to people and be like nice to everyone there are gonna yeah. be assholes in, in the world but like you know just like take like you know like a, a minute or two or however long it takes you to to go out to the mailbox to like say hi to your neighbor or something even if yeah even gotta, if they don't say hi a, back or you gotta have something. a sense of people being overreactive to maybe an internal conflict as well. I think right. there's not just one, but there's many factors that chalk up to how a person acts, whether it's their experience in the past, whether, you know, if you try, like, if you try a certain food, don't like it, you're not going to want to try it again. I think you always have to constantly refresh yourself, kind of clean yourself off, start over anew and try and focus on a little bit of things like why are you so aggressive right now you're probably experiencing conflict in your own life right now that you're taking out on someone else that doesn't deserve it but the problem yeah. is with the world today people throw it out because they feel like they can and it's justified because they know what's going on in their life and the other person's just like holy shit man you didn't need to you know shut the door on me and tell me to go like kill myself or something just because you know you, you didn't you missed a car payment I'm sorry like that dude has no idea what's going on in your life so I try and be the I try and see it from their perspective too like maybe chalk up like oh they're experiencing something yeah well and, and I'll also try and be the guy that like you know as, as like as sappy as this may sound to you like if I if I'm having like a bad day or something like I won't announce it to like the whole world but like if I seem like kind of like in a you know in like a bad mood like I'll I'll tell people sometimes like you know hey man like you know I'm sorry if I'm being a bit snappy I'm just having like a you know a real shitty day you know or 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 whatever because like I realize that you know people can't like you know read minds or whatever so they're not gonna know unless you know you tell them so.
Yeah, but, you, you wouldn't know, want that superpower and, anyway. Being able to read everybody's mind, you'd be like, oh my god. Oh, the 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 thing. I I I can only imagine like the things that you know. Like I I I think I have a, like a pretty good idea of like what people are thinking just based off like you know like their little idiosyncrasies or whatever. But like I I I think I I think I would like learn way too much if i could read people's minds well the reason why people are like i hate how people are two-faced like i say that too but the whole reason is we're not ready for the realness we're not ready for what people really really truly think and it's problem is is because our minds are so brainwashed to believe that you know just to constantly be about comparing and judging which i have a problem with i think we're built on a rocky foundation yeah. i think people have a really bad structure to follow not when it comes to the government or politics but when it comes to just being a person in general i think we took a completely wrong turn somewhere and people now think the best thing for them to do is to constantly judge and compare to what someone has or what they don't have and it's like just don't even worry about that. Realize like you can do whatever you want, you know, as long as it's not affecting anybody, you shouldn't be wrong in doing so. Well, and kind and kind of going back to podcasting in and of, in of itself and going back to going back to Joe Rogan, I, I find it fascinating that like people will flip out on Joe because like he'll have Alex Jones on or, you know, vis-a-vis -vis, like he'll have a conversation with Bernie Sanders, you know, or, or Ben Shapiro. And that's, you know, those are, you know, too controversial or whatever, you know, or like the fact that even like you and I are talking like the fact, the fact that people are, are the fact that people in society get nervous by just like having honest and open conversations like we're having right now, to me, th that's kind of, it's, it's scary to me that just having open conversations is not considered edgy and like, you know, like groundbreaking or, or something because it used to not, I mean, maybe, maybe it always was that way, but it, it certainly seems like people were more open to it like a couple of decades ago. I don't know. I mean, I'm 24, so I mean, I I'm, 20, I'm all, 21. But. So like I've been, I've, I've seen, you know, when cartoons were amazing, at least in my opinion, but I've seen yeah. it change and I've seen it adapt to be a younger and audience. And I've seen the world kind of progress in a way. I remember going to the bus stop, you know, even sounds sound like my parents or something, but like going with a CD player, listening to like Panic at the Disco or Linkin Park or something and having that one CD in there. And then now every kid has a million songs just on their tip of their like phone. It's like, you have to look at though, like the world's ever so changing, it's becoming awesome and it's it's just becoming a little bit more closed off in a way. I think a lot of people need to look at perspectives a little bit more and realize like sometimes there's more important things than your device. Sometimes there's more important things about what than what you think. Like you don't need to be hurting somebody just because you're experiencing a conflict. I mean, the world we're we're a, we're a constant learning environment you know we're we're constantly building a progress until the day we die and i i think so much of your people's time is spent on either being comfortable or judging others when a lot of it can just be put towards whatever you want to truly do like if some dude doesn't agree with you then don't let it bother you just fucking do your thing man live your life you know you didn't decide like hey i'm going to you know go to college or whatever because 
because someone told me to. No, you didn't went to college because you probably thought like that's what you were that's what you were supposed to do. Am I right? Yeah. Well, I mean, so it's it's interesting that you bring that up because. I mean, like, like a lot of people, and I, I'm sure that, you know, being a millennial, you kind of got this, the same, you know, thing that if, if you don't, if you don't go to college, you're not going to be successful. I mean, that's kind of all of the high school counselors yeah. and whatnot. You know. That's my exact reason for going to college was like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. I'm just going to go do this. So if people ask me, I'll say, I'm, I'm, I'm in school. I'm in school. Yeah. So, I mean, so it's interesting because, um, when I, when I, uh, so like I said, I'm, I'm originally from Colorado. So senior year, like my, my parents, my, my mom and my stepdad, my, my parents are divorced. My biological parents are my, my biological dad is back in Colorado. And, uh, you know, so I, so basically like my mom and stepdad, they, they said that they were going to move to Florida at the end of my senior year. And, I mean, I could come if I wanted or I could stay in Colorado. And I just kind of decided, you know, I, I was 18 at that point. I had only, I mean, I had traveled, but I hadn't like lived anywhere else. So I was kind of like, well, well shoot, if I have the opportunity to, to like live in Florida, you know, like for one, the winters are like a lot better than Colorado. Yeah, you, uh, so, well, you I mean, wanted to experience a change too. Yeah, yeah. And that was mainly, that was ma- that was mainly, uh, you know, the reason why I wanted to go. So, um, so when I got out to Florida, I took, I took, I actually took a gap year and like just kind of did my own thing. I really worked on, you know, the podcast and kind of building that up. So then when I went back to school, I actually, I had to go to a community college for like in two and a half years well, don't it took, it took don't knock it bro i mean i graduated from a community college too a lot of people i just you know it, i just want to put in that a lot of people take that and say you oh it's just a community college education it was like yeah but i still attempted and i still tried to benefit my own life by going to college i think it works for some people and it doesn't work for other people you know oh I sure sure I, I think like I like I'm saying I'm not d- saying that you're saying that I'm 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 just trying to highlight the other side to like the whole point like you're supposed to do what you feel like you is is right for you you know but I don't right. think what's right for you should be harming somebody else but that's just based on my development through life and my changes through life I realized I have to try and see all perspectives I think people need that a little bit I think even if you don't agree with someone you still have to see from their train of thought and their way of thinking but realize that's not yours you don't have to change your claims to fit their narrative but you shouldn't change you shouldn't act on aggression because they don't believe in the same thing as you right so so kind of going on with what, what with what you're saying, you know, with the whole college thing. So I went to this community college for like two and a half, half years. And then uh, during that time, like I found out about this technical writing program that uh, the University of South Florida offers. And originally I was going to go for, for just like a generic business degree. But then I kind of, um, you know, just discovered this technical writing thing, which is 
like writing and you know working with multimedia and I'm like well well shit that's actually what I'm interested in like that's kind of what I'm already doing with my podcast so you know then I kind of decided you know to pursue that and that's kind of where I'm at right now but like had I just gone for the generic business degree you know that everyone was pushing in high school I don't think I would be you know as happy or not even so much happy because that's such a cliched term but I don't think I would be doing what I what I'm supposed to be doing if that makes sense yeah I feel like you needed you need to you need to like you need time too you know you don't want to be waiting 70 years and but sometimes it takes that long for you to figure out what you're doing you know it could be 10 years it could be it you could be five years old and decide what you want to do for the rest of your life or you could be 90 and still not know i think it hits people at different rates based on what they choose you know what i mean i think it the answer lies dormant inside us all and one day one random coincidence whatever thing kind of awakens it in us like oh shit like this is what i want to do and it, it takes, you know, I, I, I hope people find it earlier, um, but in a world where you're seen to be structured in a way where that's comfortable and that doesn't offend people and that people that have a giant thing of creativity is kind of a little bit lacking, at least in my opinion, only when it becomes to, you look at everything that's already been created and people constantly saying, well, that's because that guy, ha- stop, stop right there. Stop doing that. Stop comparing that he had, oh, he had more money than me. Oh, he had better creativity than me. Okay, but you're also you for a reason. You're not him. You're not Bill Gates. You're not Elon Musk. You're not, you know, you're not designed to build Teslas. You know, you're designed for something else in this world. You have a purpose. You just have to figure out what it is. Yeah, well, and I mean, so one of the other things that you brought up in one of your last pot podcast too the one i was listening to with uh robert did it involve uh, shit or did it involve anything that happened to do with bigfoot well it 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 was that same podcast one of the things that you guys (laughs) that's like all my podcasts (laughs) but well 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 listen man i can go off on like a four-hour you know rant about alex jones and you know the government and Frickin' turning frogs gave anyway. One of one of the things that you guys brought up early on, which really struck me, because and I feel like as podcasters, we're kind of in a, a unique uh, boat. But like the the technical writing thing, and you know whatever you do professionally, like that's what you do. That's what you do professionally. But the pot, but the podcast is kind of who you are, and I I feel. I feel kind of like the same way. Now I'm also trying to get to the point where I, you know, where I can do the podcast professionally. And, uh, you know, now with things like anchor and ad monetization and things like, you know, PayPal and Streamlabs, it is definitely more possible than it was when I first started podcasting to kind of, you know, monetize the thing. And I think, I think that's awesome. I think, uh, you know, as long as you're committed to, uh, you know, doing something, even if it's just a hobby, you can make money on it. It might take 15 years, but I think if you're dedicated and passionate about something, you know, no matter what it is, you can eventually make money at it. You I know, think make you it can test a true person's character by just having a conversation. 
and you can test like what a person's about and without making claims by just experience. I think with podcasting, you can relate that to anything, you know, it's an escape from the constant strain of life that we're all kind of going through today, at least most of the world is going through, not just in America, but anywhere, you find people seeming like they're on autopilot a lot of the time, which I have a problem with. Because I, oh, yeah. I, I see a person like, this is what I'm doing, this is what, and they get comfortable set in that. Like a lot of times, you know, I'm accused of doing it myself. I don't want to go out because these are too hot. There's two things. Yes, but if you do that too many times, you might miss an experience. You might miss something that would be awesome. Like, you know, so, someone at the store, everyone got free groceries or something. But also at the same time, you might, like I said, I have to look at both perspectives. You might miss, a, you know, you might just miss out on being in a school shooting because you decided to stay home from school. That's like, it, it, you got to take the ins and outs. Right. There's goods to bads to everything. You risk anything just by waking up. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Your life I'm, is constantly on the line. I think a lot of people lose track of that. And they got to realize, you know, What's a short life of nothing but enjoyment and love and everything you could possibly want that makes you as happy as can be compared to a long life of boringness where you're just feeling like you're a robot, like an android? I'm like, we already have Alexa and all these weird Sophia robots coming out now. Everything's turning into cyborg animatronic type shit. We, we don't want to be like that. We want to be our own individual. Like I want you to know me for Robbie. I don't want you to know me for anything else. I want you to understand that everything I'm telling you, everything I'm talking about is just stuff I want to know. Like you told me, how do you structure your show? I said, I structure my show basically just a conversation. Like it's me asking you how, you know, I want to know. And you're like, can we cuss on it? And I'm like, yeah, cuss, be real, be you. I, I don't want to yeah. know the, the, the polit I've had people come on and play a character and then open up in the podcast about being a character and not being the real them. And I'm like, well, tell me the real them because I'll have to delete all this other shit you were feeding me. Like, because I want to know you. I want to experience you and un understand like, oh, he thinks this way. Just because I don't agree, I see his side. Yeah. Well, I mean, and so the other thing was when I first started, you know, podcasting, like I wouldn't really say I was, you know, playing a character but you know because I was younger and part of the thing too was when I was when I was getting started I was really hoping to get onto AM radio because I, I started in 2008 so podcasting wasn't really a thing back then and in a radio you have to be a lot like a lot more uh well sub subdued kind of because it's controlled by the FCC and whatnot so um you know, I would kind of play a character. And then I actually, uh, right before I left Denver, I actually went into like one of the radio stations and I was actually at like a political conference. And one of the guys who was doing local took like a look at what like, took like a listen to some of my stuff and was uh, like, you know, I, I would really like to get you onto the station. He talked to his manager, the station manager like me. But then the station manager, um, like, contacted his boss, and basically, long story short, uh, they weren't going to let me on because I was too young at the time. I was only, like, 18, and I, and I didn't have a college degree. So the, the radio guy who I was talking to was actually like, hey, man, I think you ought to just continue doing, like, this 
this podcasting thing. Radio is kind of dying off anyway. So at that point, I kind of pivoted and I started listening to like Adam Carolla and Joe Rogan. And I really like those two guys and what they were doing with their format. So I just kind of decided, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to try and be like a radio personality. I'm just going to, to be me. And, you know, people are going like to love you time. and hate you for how you act, but people are loving or hating you. That's, that's the realest yeah. way you can be. And I, I, am, I commend you for that because that's awesome. You know, a lot of people don't choose to be real anymore. I think like with Trump, a lot of people see him as like, he's crazy. He's nuts. He's ridiculous. He's an idiot. I'm like, he's being outlandish for a reason. He's playing a character role because you're talking about him either way, whether it's good news or bad news. He's been quoted saying there's no bad publicity. It's all good. No matter how you're talking about him, you're still mentioning the Trump brand, which I try and tell people like he does it for a reason. He does it because if, if that's truly what he wants to do and that's truly how he wants to act, then okay, that's his personality though, but you're still talking about him. You're still consuming your life with problems or whatever you're, you think he has when really he's just, he's doing his subjective by getting you to talk about him. And that doesn't mean you have to ignore him or something. I'm like, no, just understand people are who they are. They're going to play who they want to be. They, they, they're going to do whatever they want i think just stop giving a shit about others and start i mean not like that but stop giving a shit about what someone else is consumed with and realize they're just people they're going to be who they are you can't change everyone and you shouldn't have to change everyone just be yourself and try your best if everyone did that the world would be a hell of a lot better well the the other thing the other thing too that i think we get caught up in too is uh it's it's interesting that you bring up being real and whatnot, because I, I 100% agree with you. I think we have, like, in a society, I think, I think that we're, as a society, we put, like, way too much stock in, like, you know, in, like, the president of the United States and, like, the president's personality and, like, all of these other, like, celebrities and what, what they're doing. Like, to be honest, like, I really don't care, like, what, you know, Kim Kardashian or like, you know, some other big celebrity name, like fill in the blank. I don't really care what, what they, what they think because most of the time they're just like playing care, you know, characters or, or whatever, like even, you know, off screen, they're always acting and whatnot. But, you know, like, but I find people like you, you know, to be fascinating and people who are real. I think that's one of the reasons why people like Joe Rogan, you know, got so much track and it is because like, I get the feeling that Joe's not playing a character, Joe's being himself. And I mean, I think that's the other kind of great thing about YouTube and podcasting is like, you know, yeah, like there are lots of personalities, but then there are also like real people like you and I who are just doing our own thing. And I think people are really kind of starving for that these, these days. So We're all starving for attention. I think we all look for a role model when I think the true role model we need to have is it's 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 at people man it's people in general you know everyone is yeah. a structure that you have to look at and try and decipher what you want to roll yourself by you can't just look at trump and see well he's the president of the united states so we have to act like him it's like no you are who you are you know you're nate you're gonna do or you know i don't know why i said but you're, uh, you're, you're going to become who you are. You know what I mean? You're going to be who you want to be. You're going to be 
Sam, you're going to, you're going to do what you want to do. Like Sam, I am that's, that's the book you should model your life by. If you're going to model yeah. a book, like, you know, you are who you are going to be. So just be that person, you know, look and see where you see faults. Look where you see things that are correct. Look where you see and take your ins and outs through life. Listening to myself through older podcasts, which I don't do. I don't like to do it because I realized how stupid I was in that train of thought where my questions were so uneducated, so unresponsive, seen for the comedic view. And I was like, man, I was just so dumbed down to the realest, real parts of like what I can truly accomplish with my brain. Like I felt like I was using it a half a capacity and seeing it now trying to like just podcasting with so many, like hundreds of people just, and from all over the world. And I'm like, I'm getting everything and it's not too much. It's not what I thought it was going to be. And our conversation is not, uh, is not much at all. Sometimes two hours is not much. But there are people out there that make you feel drained, and I realize that too. But I also try and see it from every perspective. When you open your mind, you open the world to a new just perspective in general that a lot of people don't realize, and they think it's this cruel bitch that's going to hold you down. I'm like, it's not. You can change it if you want to change it, but if you don't have the drive to change it, you're going to keep eating the same shit sandwich every day. Yeah, uh, the uh, the other thing, and I I don't want to make too much you know out of this because to me it's not really a big deal. But I mean, I also have a physical disability. I'm in a I'm in a wheelchair, you know, and so that certainly has you know be, been a contributing factor in my life too. But I mean, that is such a that is such a you know like it's it's a it's a hindrance i don't let that affect me either and i mean the only reason why i bring that up is because i think that a lot of people you know judge people you on oftentimes um i i'm sorry what, what did you say i said a lot of people base like judge you or kind of treat you differently because you're in a wheelchair um i mean that one's I wouldn't say, I mean, a lot of people do. I think, I think once people get to know me or, you know, chat with me, they realize, oh, it's not that big of a deal, you know, and this kind of goes back to my whole thing of obviously, you know, people, I mean, like I try and be optimistic about, you know, people, but then again, there are going to be people who are assholes and they're going to, you know, judge me because I'm in a wheelchair, you know, so I, I don't, I don't focus on you know, the negative. And it's also like, you know, listen, like, and I don't try and get on this high horse either, but like, you know, listen, you want to, you know, bitch at like how much your life sucks. You know, I'm in, a, I'm in a wheelchair and, you know, like I don't, you know, bitch at life and endlessly. So, you know, if, if you're, I mean, like, that's the other thing is like, I just think that like a lot of people like to, you know, be negative. They like to judge someone because they're feeling inadequate about their own life and you know i think that like you know like you said if we just you know were uh, open-minded and you know talking to people i think people would you know realize that like oh wow you know sam is not just a guy in a wheelchair you know and he's not just you know some yeah, he's an awesome right -wing dude. guy you know he you know or or you know or you or you know or just like you know, Joe on the street, you know, or, or whatever, you know, I, I don't know. I think, 
I, I think, think I try and rationalize why people in wheelchairs get aggressive towards other people that try and do stuff for them because it is, you know, I've I have friends that are like physically handicapped in different things, not just being in a wheelchair, but they always yeah. tell me they're like, I get treated very differently. I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, they people like do stuff more for me. And I'm like, does that affect affect you that people are doing that? Because I would love if someone held the door open for me. And he goes, no, but they're automatically assuming I can't do it myself. And I'm like, yeah, oh I, shit. When he said that, I was like, that chalks up to why you hold the door open for a wheelchair guy. And he's like, I don't need you to do that shit for me. Cause he's so sick of it. He's so sick of people assuming he can't do it himself. The, the yeah. I mean, I mean, I understand, I understand that. that. That one doesn't bother me too much. The one that I get sometimes, which really pisses me off is when, is when people um, will speak like really slowly to me because they they think that I'm like retarded or something. And have so, you, have okay. you heard Tom Segura's joke about that? Yeah. He said, he yeah, said, he said um, his, his name's Kevin. He's in a wheelchair. He's not retarded because you'll give him that freaking, are you okay, fella? Are you okay? Like treating him like they're a baby. He goes, I don't, he's like, I don't need you to talk to me like that. I'm a person. I just can't use my fucking legs. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, and well, and, and people and people will will do that, or they'll speak like super slowly to me, and I'll be like, I'll be like, hurry the fuck up, jerkwad, and spit it <laughs> out. I don't, I don't have time to be here here all day. And then they'll be like, oh, oh, and see, like, I mean, like, yeah, obviously people are going to make judgments and about me in in a wheelchair, and I don't have necessarily a problem with that because we make judgments you know, based on our situation every single day. But I think it's, I think it's just kind of that ignorance of, you know, and regardless of whether you're in a wheelchair or whether you're a minority, like, I just don't like to make assumptions about, you know, people. Yeah. That makes you an awesome person because a lot of people don't realize that's how we're supposed to be. We're not supposed to be making assumptions and claims on things we don't truly understand. And like my one buddy, you know, he's in a wheelchair. I have steps in my house. And he's like, oh, you don't have wheelchair accessible steps in your house? I'm like, no, because I'm not disabled. I understand you right. are. It, I'm sorry for that. But also, I know him really well. So I'll be like, just limp your ass up the steps. Like well, as a joke. And, but in all terms of reality, I understand. Like I wouldn't truly be like, climb, climb. I wouldn't be like that. But he likes that because he likes I'm still being his friend, the friend Robbie he knows, the friend that is going to joke with him about anything, about Bigfoot, about whatever that we're interested in talking about together. And he, he realizes I don't highlight the aspect of him not being able to use something. You know, Bill Burr right. said it best. He doesn't have a six-pack. He doesn't have the body for a six-pack, no matter how hard he tries. Genetically, he's not able to have one. So he's not going to take any time in trying to be a supermodel, be some type of person that a lot of people try and glorify as their role structure. And I'm like, you got to realize you are different from that person. Okay. You, you don't use your legs. So you're not going to be a marathon runner. Like if you want to do that and you want to prove the odds, go ahead. No one's stopping you. But at the same time, a lot of like people that are disabled or realize they're never going to be able to accomplish that they lose they, they don't dive into that goal anymore because they realize it's a waste of time when they can be doing something that they actually really, truly want to do deep down in. The, the, the one question that I get out like a lot of the time and it, it kind of drives me crazy is people like ask like, 
Well, Sam, what would you what would you do if you could walk or or something? And I'm like, well, um, I don't know. What would you do if you could if you could fly like like Superman? And they're kind of like, what? And so my whole thing on that is like, um, like obviously like unless there's some like you know breakthrough technology which i'm not discounting um you know like i'm probably just not going to like you know be able to fully walk as well as some other people do and like that that's fine like i don't think i don't think about you know my disability like that much like i said it's a, it's a factor but it's not something that like runs my life yeah you don't sit there and put it in into like a depressive slump where that's all i'm never going to use my legs again so there's no point in doing this no point in doing that it's not it's not it's not the right way to think you got to understand like okay well i'm not going to let this hold me down though i'm not going to let this make me so hereditary where i never leave the house and don't truly become who i want to become exactly exactly i'm i'm like so i'm like so what my my legs don't don't work i've got you know i'm going to school i've got an awesome fucking podcast i you know i get to chat with you know people i i have you know great friends in my real life and you know online like you know in a way like you know my life is you know more exciting than you know my able-bodied friends who just work you know regular nine to fives not that there's anything wrong with that but you know just going through the motions i guess it's like you know it's it's all how you look at it's all how you look at things so i mean either choose life is a journey we're we're all on dude we're all trying to decipher what we want to be in this world and i think yeah like you were saying like you're still doing like awesome shit and like it, it gave me the opportunity to be able to sit down and talk with you dude and like that's where I say technology is a benefit as well because the fact that I was able to sit down and connect with you even though I've never met you and I like I, I don't know if I'm ever going to go down to where you live and be able to come across you but I was able to have such an amazing experience with you on my podcast and be able to talk to someone that is a, just a, another person out there trying to become who they want to become and you're doing that and I, I want to give you a minute here at the end to kind of plug your own podcast I want people to understand like you know if you're interested in things and you, you want to do something you can do it like I, I, I want people to understand that a little bit more and you have such a amazing like train of thought with thinking too and understanding of the world and i i want people to be able to find that well well thanks man uh so you know i'll just kind of keep this uh short you can find my podcast uh it's the whitfield report and you can find it um at anchor.fm forward slash uh whitfield report that's the main podcast page and uh you can also follow me on twitter and uh Instagram at somebody.mdc and Facebook page is the Whitfield Report and my website is thesamwhitfield.com where you can reach out to me or you know something if someone wants to come on the podcast or whatever and I just want to give a shout out to you uh, to Out of the Blank Podcast. I think your concept just you know chatting with people is amazing and i think it's something that we need more of so i would love to have you on my show sometime when you're anytime available let me let shoot me uh, like a day in advance and I'll, i'll make sure it happens man so awesome so thanks for having me on